everybody. It is Monday, November 11th, 2013. My name is Andrew. I'm Mark. And you are listening to episode 87 of Best of the Best. Mark, eyes up here, all right? You have a copy of the Rockford fl- files on the, <laughs> the yeah, floor I know. here. I got that. Uh, Kevin had that at one point. Former roommate Kevin Faust had a copy of the Rockford Files script. Roommate I, of the blimp. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. And as he was moving out, we've I... We've had hard times in the blimp. We've had to swap roommates left and right. Yeah. Um, now we're housing about five to a room. I think legally we're only allowed to house two to a room. But I think... I think one of our one of the tenants is also breeding uh, terriers, mm. so it smells pretty pretty ripe in here. We we specifically ask no pets, but uh, at the same time, as long as those checks coming, the money's coming in within, hand over fist within at least you know three or four days. The yeah. day it's due, it's fine. Having a puppy mill is it's expensive. There's a lot of upkeep to a puppy mill. Mark, you yeah. ever run a puppy mill? I haven't. I, well, you got to. I mean, apparently, apparently, they're within the blimp that I am part owner of you got to get food you got to get water uh you got to install smokestacks i mean puppy mills don't pee pads yeah you know factory produce themselves okay no no. there's an assembly line the mill itself yeah exactly i mean you have to be and puppies are tiny it's delicate work it is it is you have and you have to hire children to put them together so Mm -hmm. you know there's another two dollars a day Fucking per kids. worker yeah and that's crazy you gotta feed them one crust of bread yeah an m&m and a cup of water every yeah, day exactly i mean I, look i'm i'm not there's a reason i'm not a billionaire is because i just i can't afford and i can't keep track of all the upkeep it takes to build oh, a, so, a puppy mill wait so you are the one running the puppy mill mark it is monday november 11th still, 2013 yes it still is uh, Veterans Day here on Best of the Best. Yes. And also, uh, this week, a brand new Sony PlayStation console will be arriving in our hot little hands. Are you buying one? On Friday. God, no. No. You don't buy consoles on launch day. Oh. Because. Are they marked up? Are no, they like... well, they are marked up. The Sony PlayStation, I believe, is going to cost three ninety nine. That's a lot of At money. Launch and that only includes one controller. That's bullshit. And then the I believe the Xbox One launches next week and will cost. I think there's two mod now. Maybe there's just a standard model. But I think it's either it's four fifty or five, five hundred bucks. And again, um, do you get a Wii with that for that price? <laughs> if you want a Wii at this point, you could probably find one on the <laughs> side of the road. Fifteen bucks. Yeah. Um, no, they uh, they also take a they, there's a lot of upkeep to them because launch generation, it, it you know it's like technology has advanced so much at this point that you know it's like a launch iPhone you know there's bugs to be ironed out yeah, so you, it's you, not ready to if go. If you want to be a first like a first generation purchaser, fantastic, but a lot of times you know those those uh, systems tend to just be buggy as fuck and then will die on you. The Xbox 360s had were notorious for the Red Wheel of Doom, Red Ring of Death, and wasn't um, it like something, something, something like forty percent of them? They've they've all died, died. at some point, and in, in you know, the, a lot of people celebrate the fact that like, oh, I've got a launch generation That's Xbox still hasn't hasn't died yet, but those things are loud as fuck, 
the the fan on the inside is just constantly blaring on those things and they they're very prone to just airing out and just eating it which is crazy to me but that's you know so if you want to throw your money away go ahead and purchase a new playstation 4 pass or xbox one next week i'm not really big on consoles anymore you can control it with the connect which listens to you it does listen to you Uh, even when it's off and taylor's advertising to what you're talking about i don't believe that's true maybe in the future give it give it two years there was a patent that was that was floating around of like mcdonald's uh maybe it wasn't like specifically mcdonald's but it was the description was like that um you know you would be watching something through your xbox and an ad would come up and so using the connect if like you wanted to skip the ad you might stand up and say something like pickles and it depicted this 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 drawing a series of drawings of this guy like standing up like arms directly over his head screaming pickles and like then the ad would you know it'd be like skipping an ad on the internet but through the connect and and by standing and screaming pickles at your television like the crazy person you are the future is now no the xbox is listening to you all the time mm-hmm. that's that's a reality yeah just like our listeners yes just like our listeners yes so it's listening to you all the time you think it's doing that just because yeah no just to hang out it's being used for advertising purposes it's being used to monitor us it's bullshit i don't i don't i don't endorse it and i don't see why the rest of america is so cool with it well they don't need you don't need to connect to run the thing anymore used to be uh when they launched it when they first announced it they announced that the connect would um would have to be attached in order to run. And there were enough concerns from parties like yourself that would never even purchase Same the system people. that uh, they didn't Correct like, the, they didn't like the idea of an always on connect patriots. And so they announced, all right, fine. The connect doesn't always have to be on good okay. lovers. And then they also, they had announced at one point that passable lovers. in order to, <laughs> In order to play a video game, it would you'd have to um, install it to your hard drive, and there would be like a code or something. You would have to verify it. It would always have to be connected to the internet in order yes. to verify your game, which essentially would kill part of the user, the used game market, because yeah. like there was a whole process of trading games between players that involved like connecting online and punching in friend codes and et cetera, et cetera. And then they've also, they, they stepped back on that too. But a lot of people I believe still think that there's some weird DRM. Yeah, there is digital rights media thing. There is management, digital rights management thing that's involved. It's fine. It'll be a train wreck. I'm so excited to read about the train wreck. That'll be the new console launch next week. So get ready to hear two guys who don't own the product. One guy who has not owned a console in at least centuries, 10 years. Yeah. Talking about the train wreck that is rolling out this game. It's fantastic. Mark, we have a comment from our past episode, episode 86, Facey Space. That was a good one. Josh has this to say. True story. Super fan, Josh. I was listening to this pod on my headphones while my wife was working on school stuff, and I was L-O-L-ing so much that she asked me to leave the room. Delightful. I nearly posted a vague Facebook post about marital discord, but I knew that I was on notice. 
Thankfully, you didn't, Josh, or I would just have to straight up ask you to leave. However, he wants to know if he buys a copy of Irreplaceable, a new ebook by author Mark Gonzalez. Yes. Can he get a copy of your racist sci-fi epic? I think we can make that happen. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited about it. Show me a receipt, and I'll I'll zip you over a copy of it. I reviewed the the book. Yeah, your racist sci-fi rant and epic it it moves it just it's poppy it just zips it's bad yeah it's definitely bad (laughs) sure um apparently i hadn't figured out how to like vary up my sentence structures (laughs) at this point okay so everything is just we need to go to zebulon the robot said effectively zebulon that's where all the bad people are. It's it's like our hero said. Yeah, it's like noun, verb. Mm-hmm. Boom, we're done. Well, that's noun, all you need. Verb, we're done. Hot... So it it like reads really quickly. Mark, how, what one more what more variation do you need? You fit you, uh, you, you got the subject. You got the verb. Sentence inversion. You could. <laughs> no, no. Mm-mm. You you have other options. Uh, so that Says you're not you. just hypnotized by how every sentence is exactly the same, but it's how they speak in the future, Mark. It moves. Yeah, you know, it moves. It moves. And bring it on. Bring it on. Certain characters uh... are referred to by uh, <laughs> yes. A C- you would you? I I told you off air what the word was. Yes, you did. It's kind of outdated. It's right? it's it's it definitely is outdated, but at the same time, still head scratching in its use in this in this thing. I'm interested. Uh, we should we should have an on-air reading. I'll bring in something shitty I wrote. I I can't find. I still won't say the word. I st- <laughs> we'll bleep it. Yeah. Uh, I can't find ghost friend. Uh, so it gets a dirt bike. I'll, yeah, oh man, does well ghost friend get a dirt bike? I was told also on Facebook that uh, there Thank is you, Josh. there is Thank a you. sexy Frankenstein movie coming out, which is we watched the trailer we did for watch it. it. It's it called has... I Frankenstein. It stars um, Aaron Eckhart. Yes, that's correct, and he does play sexy Frankenstein. Now I don't know if he has a job. That's the main issue. It seems like he doesn't get a job, but he he is definitely a brooding Frankenstein. Yes, like he's got a growl and he seems angry. Uh, but he is he is sexy, 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 which I respect. Um. So, uh, moving on, Mark. It's episode 87 of Best of the Best. What are we talking about? Taking a drink of water. We're talking about novelty items. Novelty items. And this beautiful memorial or Veterans Day week. Yeah. <laughs> what better way, what to, better way to What better way to celebrate our veterans? Our troops is, than is to talk was, about. I mean, it's, it's either this or buy a new car. That's, that's true. <laughs> and let me tell you, they would... I know a certain person who would be very excited for us to come out and buy a new car. The general? No, Jay. Jay. Yeah. Yeah. Sent me a picture of him at like like uh, Pearl Harbor or oh, Iwo God. Jima. Jesus. <laughs> he him with his family. That would make me buy a new car. <laughs> I would take my car in, which I love, and have no problems with, and be like, get it off my hands. <laughs> get rid of it. I don't care. I don't care about the trade and value. Yeah. I got a picture. I got a, I got a postcard here from Jay. I'm also switching brands. <laughs> yeah, going to Ford. <laughs> Ford time. Uh, Mark, um, episode 87, we're talking about this. Best of the best, of course, your only internet debate podcast. 
On the internet, Mark and I will be discussing at most three topics today under the banner of novelty items. Mark, of course, we have many fabulous prizes, including, but not limited to, a $25 gift card to Wendy's, which will be very exciting. Now, that's yours. And, on top of that... I... Hey, don't cut me off. Do you know what it is? I do know what it is. Oh, because I... I was also told what it is. It's season tickets to the AAA ball team of your choice. Any one of them. High Desert Mavericks. Are they AAA? They might be. I was thinking more along the lines of the Toledo Mudhens. Mudhens, yeah. The Columbus Clippers. The... Mm, There's another one, probably. If there's a division that is lower than AAA... Mm-hmm. then that's probably what the High Desert Mavericks are. Yes, there's double A, and then there's single A. They might be a single A I'm team. I'm pretty sure they're a single A team. But we're not dealing with no, no low-rent crapola here, Mark. Can we're I giving away great prizes here on Best of the yes. Best. So suck it up, all right? All right, all right. No one wants right. to go see your Bush League beer club ball team. They want to see your Bush League yes, beer, beer club, club ball, ball team. team. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Does Jamie Farr... Show for your team, Mark. Maybe, Probably, maybe, uh, maybe he does actually. He's he's actually pretty. He he usually goes out. He gets he gets stuff. long. Yeah. Mark, I have our customary coin here on the front. We have the uh, we have our Indian head. <laughs> yes. On the back, we have the Hoover Dam. Yes. Go ahead and call it. I paid good money for that. Heads. We're getting so much use out of it. It is tails, Mark. It's a tax write off too, because it's for the show. <laughs> Well, technically, yeah, technically the show is a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. You'd have to you'd have to make a profit to be <laughs> not be, uh, a problem. <laughs> Mark, uh, we're talking episode eighty-seven novelty items here on Best of the Best. Mark, our first topic here on today's episode is the best novelty song. Best novelty song. Best novelty song. Mark, I'm going to receive. You're ready to go. I'm ready to go. Mark, okay. the best novelty song is 1960s. 1960, the year 1960. Yeah. Alley-oop. Alley-oop. By the Hollywood Argyles. The man from the comics. Yes. Mark, the whole point of a novelty song is not only does it have to have an interesting or humorous or um, gimmicky kind of take on its subject matter, but mm-hmm. also it has to be a good song. Yeah. And, well, at least the best ones have to be. And I think of no better novelty song than 1960's Alley Oop by the Hollywood Argyles. Yeah. Splice it in right here. There it is. There's a man in the funny papers we all know. Boom. Wow. He lives way boop, back boop. a long yeah. time. It's got a good ago. beat to it. It's a it's it's a song that like if you heard it in the car, you could bob your head along to it. Posted number one when it was released in nineteen sixty on Billboard Top One Hundred and the the R and B um top one hundred as well. And the Hollywood Argyles themselves aren't actually a band. They aren't? They are a bunch of studio musicians that just got together and knocked this thing out. But it's a wonderful song. It's about a time-traveling caveman 
Now, was he actually a comic book character as, or, or a funny page character as postulated by the Hollywood archives? The, the Argyles? The, the, <laughs> yes. Uh, he is a 30s comic strip character that actually, I believe, is printed in some markets still. But he travels through time. And, uh, you know, he's just a he's just a badass, just kicking ass, taking names, riding dinosaurs, bedding dames, and uh, just uh, being being completely badass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So alley-oop. Alley-oop. And um, alley-oop is called alley-oop because of... Basketball move. No. Uh, it's... Um, it's a French term, or it's a it's like a portmanteau of like a French term of like let's go, alley oop. Yeah, that kind of thing. Oh, I so see. that's okay. why it's called alley oop. But it's about a time traveling caveman. Now he's got his own rock song. Yeah, deal with it. Finally, Andrew. Yes, bad choice. Fuck you, it's buddy. A bad song. Get off my show. Our show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, cut his mic. Cut his mic. Cut his mic. Andrew. Yeah. Um, it's not a very good song. It's uh When's the last grating? time when's the last time you heard Alley Oop? Uh that scene in uh National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon where Kiriula's character is singing it right before he gets killed. Did I say the Kiriula's version, version of Alley Oop? I don't think I did. I think I said Yeah, but right now you wish you had. Hollywood Argyles. Andrew Jimmy Souls, mm-hmm. if you want to be happy. For the rest of your life. Never make a pretty woman your wife. Your wife. Now, that is a novelty song. Mm. Let me tell you why. It almost, it doesn't, but it almost transcends its confines as, as a kind of a novelty song. It's a song, it's a soul song. Sure. About marrying... Unattractive about, women. Uh, about a bunch of friends getting together, talking about how ugly women are ugly. Make, make for better wives. They make, they make for better wives, and they can cook. Sure can cook. Sure can cook. Yeah. Yes. It's uh now that's a catchy tune. Yeah. That's a tune if you hear it, if somebody starts saying it, you're going to have it in your head and you're not going to be upset about it. You're going to yeah. be like, "Huh." Oh. eyes don't match. She's a better catch. If you want to be yeah, happy for yeah, yeah, the rest. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's a wonderful song. It's mm-hmm. a delightful song with a message that can't everybody get behind ugly women? Just men, come attractive on. women. Let's <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, attractive women. <laughs> ugly women have the advantage have here. Here, yes. Again, again, yeah. Um, it's a happy, upbeat tune mm-hmm. with a. It kind of makes you laugh, makes you smile a little bit to think about. Like these guys sat around writing the song with. What is effectively a misogynistic yeah. <laughs> message, I think. Yeah. But it was from that time when you could get away with, like, at least I would rather that misogyny than current musical misogyny, which is 
bitches and hoes, boats and hoes. I think. Yeah. Isn't boats, that the model? Boats and hoes. Boats and hoes. Hose. Who's driving the boat? And then it crashes. Yeah. Mark, final arguments. Um, I don't trust any song that is on the Mermaids soundtrack. That's the one with uh, Cher, Cher and yep. Winona Ryder, right? Yes. I don't um, trust any song that is featured right before Kiri Ulez gets shot to death by uh, William Shatner in Loaded Weapon. But it's not the Hollywood Argyles version. Again, no, no, not that version. No, it's just him but singing it. But it is the song. Yeah. Is Can you tell me categorically that there is a definite, distinct difference between those two versions of the same song? Yes. How so? One of them was by the Hollywood oh, Argyles. Okay. 1960s yeah. rock band. One of them is by the star of the Princess, Princess Bride. Bride. Yeah. Playing on a piano. Yes. With backup singers for no clear reason. I don't even think. Well, because well, in the in the movie it's a joke, but there's backup singers in. in yeah, that song. yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't think there's a piano in. Uh, I'm sure there is. In in that version, maybe there isn't. I don't know. Somewhere I, I, in the back. I'm there. really not sure what a piano sounds like. Mark, <laughs> it's just it sounds Tick, to tickling me tickling them ivories. Sounds to me that the better t- subject matter is a time traveling caveman. No, no, no. A, no. a subject we, we can to, all get behind. We need to talk about accessibility rather than we need to talk about, about good times. Women. It's it's tongue in cheek. It's is it? Yes, it is because it's a joke song. It's a novelty song. You're not supposed to really take it seriously. Well, the guy said. We go on for a full three minutes about how you need to marry ugly women because a, a beautiful woman will probably leave your ass for somebody else. Rightfully so. Sure. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> yes, we have. <coughs> Ali Oop wouldn't leave you. No, he wouldn't. He'd stand by your side and he'd, then travel through time. He'd travel through time, beat up a dinosaur for you. And then wear clothes made, or no, what is it? He'd sit around eating bear cat stew. And it's not a dinosaur in the song. It's a dinosaur. Oh, like from uh, Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Exactly. Dino DNA. Dinosaur. Why isn't that song in Jurassic Park? Um, they should. They missed an opportunity there. Spielberg. That's when you knew Spielberg was slipping as a filmmaker. Like, it, it was so obvious it was when they're right like, there climbing down the fence and he wants to tell him to jump he's like jump jump like imagine if alley oop were playing over that scene can we make a can we make a version of that on youtube probably <laughs> let's see what that looks like yeah but instead you got mermaids with Cher and winona Ryder. i think the song on its own stands my friend steve always pledged that he wanted to play that song at his sister's wedding yeah so <laughs> did he She's not married yet, so we we don't know. She must be pretty ugly. <laughs> <clears throat> Mark, I guess I can give it up because I do enjoy that song. Is catchy, yeah, and it just sounds like a lot of people getting together, having a good time singing. They about were definitely it. drunk in that singing studio. Old ugly women. <laughs> It's from a time when, when those you, jokes really were. You could just get in a room together with your friends and just knock out a song about. How ugly women 
have lower standards. Yes. So they'll, they won't leave thus you. more appreciative they of won't your leave philandering you. ass. Yeah. I think so, that's the under, that's the implied thing. So they'll make you dinner on top of it. And, and a good dinner, too. I saw your wife. She's she was ugly. ugly. Yeah, she may be ugly, but she sure can't cook. And then the guy's like, yeah. Huh. <laughs> like the guy was trying to insult him and he comes back with, yeah, but she can cook. And he's like, oh. Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay. okay. How is your took, self-esteem? Took the wind out of my sails. <laughs> that should have been, the, your, your wife has got low self-esteem. Hey, man. Hey. Hey, man. No, hey, it's not on. cool. Look, she's been going to. We're all having a good been, time. She's been hearing this. somebody about it for a while now. Yeah. I think I think it's a chemical thing. I, just, I think it has something to do with her parents. Um, I think that's where it's from. They just put too much pressure on her. All right, like we were here having a good time talking about how ugly she is. She's ugly. Let yeah. me say that she is ugly. No, all no, right. No, don't turn the, don't turn the mics off. No, no, it no, got, I, real. no I got, it got real. I got real. I got something to say. Yeah, I mean her B-side. eyes her eyes are a little off centered, but she, at the same time she can look into your soul. Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she can see the real you. She's a gentle gentle person i mean she but she has such man hands so you kind of it's like superman petting a kitten you got to yeah. learn how to control your power it's really scary actually where were we talking you know actually can i can you give me some uh, like give me a chair I, I i feel like i got some things to get out here and i feel like that's, that's the b-side of jimmy <laughs> souls if you want to be happy <laughs> it starts all happy and then there's just that one moment where it gets somebody, really real yeah. it's really real somebody says the wrong thing mark we're going to move on to our second topic here on best of the best we're talking about novelty items we are talking about the best novelty clothing item best novelty clothing item that's correct mark i went first in that first round so you go first in the second round andrew best novelty item as a child i thought this was the bee's knees Ooh. i wanted to order it yeah I was super excited when I got it. Yeah. I opened the packaging. I undid the umbrella Ooh. that was supposed to be a hat. I put it on my head for two seconds, and it hurt a lot because uh-huh. there was a pole jammed into the top part of my skull. Yeah. You don't want rain to get on you, do you? The umbrella hat. The umbrella hat is what you say. Yeah. Um, it's stupid. It's a hat shaped like an umbrella. Right. If you want something to keep the sun out of your eyes or to keep the rain off of you, we actually have something that does that. It's a normal hat. Well, yeah, I mean, it's a normal hat, but like, you know, the back of your head's going to get all wet. Do you have do you have a hat that's pushing rain off all of your body? Yeah, like a not like a baseball cap, like a fedora, a pork pie, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. anything else. Yeah, a cowboy hat. You know, personally, cowboy hats are designed to make the rain run far enough off of you. Personally, I would much rather wear an umbrella hat than a fucking fedora. At this point, it's hard to say. You know my, you, you know my personal experience. Not my, I do. You know my personal opinions on yeah. fedoras. But there are other hats. Sure. And to go to yeah, umbrella hat. The umbrella hat. And I remember ordering this thing out of like a warner brothers novelty catalog at the age of like nine or something yeah and i remember my mom letting me yeah because and i think she knew i think she was like some things you have to learn for yourself Mm -hmm. he's gonna get this he's gonna be disappointed yeah 
You just and she's like, and I'll just have to be there, to pick up the pieces. I'm just gonna have to let him. Just gonna have to say, yeah, yeah. Some sometimes, sometimes bad ideas happen. Yeah, and you just gotta, you, you just gotta roll the punches. You as a consumer need to think about that. <laughs> so not all umbrella hats are made equal. So I think as a, as a teaching instrument, that that's the value of it for me. Mm-hmm. You know, to learn that sometimes a bad idea is a really bad idea. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to just go along with it because you think it's cute or clever. Good pick, Mark. Mark, the best novelty clothing item is this. It's the musical tie. Oh, yes. I bought one of those for my dad. Christmas rolls around or you have a Halloween. favorite college team. Or oh yeah, Halloween perhaps. Uh, you know whatever it is. You want to hear a you want to hear a Nokia jaunty, cell phone version of it. You want to hear a jaunty version of the Ohio State fight song, Santa Claus. Santa Claus comes to town. Whatever bells. whatever you want, the musical tie is there to help you out. These ties are usually made of very flammable material. Mm-hmm. Are wired up with this. This electronic button that you press, and the, some some of them have like little lights. Yes, they do. Yeah, usually Christmas ones. There's like a Christmas tree, and then there's a little thing at the bottom, and you click it, and Rudolph, <laughs> pay no heed to the fire alarm. Puppy um, mills. Oh, it's lunchtime. <laughs> it's lunchtime it's down lunchtime at down at the, the puppy mill. Um, those kids only get ten minutes for lunch. They better be back on the fucking. Well, clock how long by does that it point. take to eat a crust of bread? Yeah, they could they could eat it on the line. Mm-hmm. God damn. OSHA, God. But um, you press the button, you hear a jaunty tune, and then you just go about your work day. Because you're beep, obviously... Beep, beep, yep. beep, 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 mm-hmm, beep, mm-hmm. beep. Ooh. Beep, beep, yep, beep, 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 beep. Flash those beep, lights. Beep, 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 beep. Ooh. Beep. I, and that's it. That's it. And now now I'm ready to go about the work day as a pediatrician. Um, <laughs> Senator? <laughs> yes. A, a five-term senator that's yeah. never going to get knocked out no. of, of his seat. Um, high school kid at a Catholic high school. Um, you know, all the yeah. <laughs> the options are endless as to where you can wear this Anywhere thing. Anywhere you can wear a tie. <laughs> but I say the musical tie. Philharmonic orchestra conductor i just think you know i think people should start you know wearing musical ties more because who as dick clark says music is the soundtrack to our lives yes and that includes electronic beeping that kind of sounds like approximates your favorite tunes yes that sounds like uh anchors away celebrating the navy fight song mark final arguments the umbrella hat sucks. The musical tie is cool. No. Case closed. No. Let's let's be real. They both suck. And mm-hmm. they're both pretty dumb. Says you. All novelty clothing items, I think, are pretty dumb, right? Uh, no. What is... Because... What? what the, the tuxedo shirt? Cool. The shirt... That is like a woman in a bikini. Yeah, really cool. Very cool, especially because I've Federal only a bikini inspector. I've only ever seen those in like 
extra like double x's <laughs> yeah they're always huge. like are they intended for larger people like a, a thinner person could not wear no that they shirt. couldn't they, they do couldn't not pull have it that off option. unless it was a picture of their own body that they put on the shirt yeah wouldn't that be weird yeah that would be creepy yeah somebody should do that yeah take a picture of themselves shirtless and then put the torso sh- part on where the shirt would be <laughs> And then just walk around wearing that. It's very confusing. Just very unsettling. Yeah. But not but what, the, what novelty I don't the, the the hat with a fan in it. That hat a foam dome. That hat taught me a valuable lesson mm-hmm. about covering your ass. Yeah. Thinking before you make a purchase about am I ever actually gonna wear this? Mm-hmm. Where am I gonna wear this? When it's raining outside and you have to stand out there. I lived in Victorville, <laughs> California, where it never rained. Maybe it's too, and it's furthermore, too sunny outside. It was, the hat thing was only the size. It was only like two inches mm-hmm. wider in diameter than my actual head. So all it did was made sure that the hair, the rain went directly onto my shoulders. Well, at least your hair's looking great. No, because there's a rod pressing down the center of it mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was so horribly made and such a shitty product that there is no reason this thing should have been should have been made even if it worked even if it worked you look like a fucking idiot Mark. what am i doing with my hands in the rain where i can't have an umbrella what what if that hat had a little button on it that played, played singing bum, in the rain bum, bum. oh <laughs> yes, or, or played Jingle Bells. It's always Jingle Bells in my mind. Now, would it would it justify its existence then? I think I think the thing that makes the t- the hat the better thing, or the tie the better thing, is that you would give that to your dad, mm-hmm. and he would be obligated to wear it. Yeah. <laughs> And the person wearing, see, the the enjoyment doesn't necessarily come out of the person wearing the tie. It's it's everyone else. Other people who feel see it and then want to press the button. Does it play a song? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Do you mind? Yeah, well, go, ahead. go ahead. I was running late. I know it's March, but uh, I just had to grab a grab a tie. Yeah, I am actually so presenting in front of the grand you jury devin- today. You definitely have cancer. <laughs> <laughs> you want to press the button again? You want to press the button? Yeah, again. Press it again. <laughs> yeah. See, see, yeah. the musical tie really so spread, it, it livens spreads, up that spreads joy to everybody else. Okay, I guess I could give it up. Yes. Mark, yes. I wish I had a musical tie right now. We should get. We should tell the prize posse that we need more. We need musical ties. We need musical ties in the prize in the prize posse. I don't know that there Man. are many like novelty shirt or novelty clothing items in that closet. Well, yeah, there's the one that says um, the the man and the myth. Except Is there a both, shirt like that? Except both arrows are pointing up, which kind of takes it away confusing. from. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like it was a misprint. Um. No, we need more novelty items because we just need uh, we need to liven people's lives up with a one note joke. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And you wear to death. Yes, and people get sick of seeing as soon as you as soon as you as turn soon as you walk in the room. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! Oh, that's cl- oh god! All right, get out of here! Get, get out! The fuck out of my sight! 
Mark, we're going to move on to our final topic here on Best of the Best, episode 87. We're talking about vanity, novelties, novelty items. Yes. All of your favorites. This is our mystery topic. Mark, I was wearing my novelty musical tie the other day, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as I do as I'm delivering, uh, um, you know, I'm serving people with the legal papers. (laughs) You're getting divorced. (laughs) It starts playing... um, Nobody expects. Nobody expects. No, that. it starts playing. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's a um, Hanukkah tie as well. Oh, cool! It starts playing dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. If I were a rich man. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, one I service. I served one person. I serviced one person. <laughs> I was wearing a different tie gets, then. Gets dicey. <laughs> and uh, they pressed the button, and uh, it didn't play the song. But uh, instead, started emitting beeps and boops, which I later translated to be Morse code. Yeah. And when I wrote down all of the words after the phrase "drink more Ovaltine," it said this. It said, "Best novelty car." Best novelty car. Which I assume is our final topic. I hope here so. On Best of the best. Sometimes we don't have choices. Call it in the air. Heads. It is tails. Damn it, Mark! I'm gonna receive again. Ready to go. Final topic. Best right. of the best. Mark, the best novelty car is this a little number from 1966, known as the Batmobile. The Original Adam West T top. Adam West Batmobile with the big bubble top. Originally, it was a 1955 Lincoln Futura. Yeah. A, a concept car that had the big, huge bubble windshields. Fins. And uh, the guy that got the car said, got a notice from 20th Century Fox that said, hey, we need a Batmobile in like three weeks. So, you know. <laughs> Give me your car. Get, uh, I want to get it done. Like, now? And so um, he did. Ford was trying to push this car, so they sold it to him for a dollar. Oh. And... Um, Turned it into a money-making machine, Decided right? to put this thing together. This car is iconic. Yes, it is. This car screams Batman. Uh, it's got all the lights and doodads and switches and jet engines that any 10-year-old boy watching the show flames think, come out of the oh, back. my God, I need this car Yeah, right now. It's the only car for me. Now, you know, you're probably going to think to yourself, well, how does it stack up against other Batmobiles? Well... The 1989 Batmobile is pretty iconic as well. Doesn't uh, turn very well. Doesn't turn very well. It's a big old fucking brick of fiberglass, effectively. Yeah. The going f- further, the, the Batman and Robin and the ba- Batman, Batman Forever, Forever one. ones are goofy as fuck. They have just a bunch of lights for it's no just reason. Lights on them, and they like hubcaps that spin independently. It's dumb. Yeah. Then we go to the Nolan films. Tumblr. That's an actual vehicle. That's a that's like an actual vehicle, and it makes sense in terms of like Batman's this real life vigilante, and he needs With military like, contracts. He needs a big tumbler thing that is gonna blow through a brick wall and whatever, and it looks cool. But at the same time, Batman's a fantastical character, and in a campy version like the 1960s Batman version, you need a campy car, and so this big old like Cadillac thing with fins and <laughs> yeah. bubble windshield and all sorts of stuff. And it's like, and it's, it's uh, a car that like 
And like it had a license plate too that said Batman, didn't it? Um, I I think it just it just said like it just had numbers and letters on it. So it's still a registered vehicle. Still registered. Well, yeah, he's, Gotham. Like Batman is, it, it, especially in that series, he's a law-abiding citizen. You don't want to get you don't want to get ticketed. No, no. So I say the 1966 Batmobile. That's just a, you see that car in a parade and you get really excited. You do. You just like, oh, it's it's Batmobile. It's Batmobile. More so than other cars of its nature yeah which i think i know what you're gonna pick but go ahead no there's no chance you know no chance all right i'm saying better than like the oscar meyer wienermobile like i'd rather i would never say that i'd rather see the batmobile than the wienermobile andrew the best novelty car is the car covered in sod and grass that i saw in an episode of bill nye the science guy (laughs) okay now it was a car. Mm-hmm. In fact, if if I could, if I had to guess, I would say it was a Cadillac. It was probably a probably an Eldorado, and it was just covered in sod and grass. And sod. Yeah. Yeah. And Bill's driving it around, and my child mind just goes, "Oh my god, it's grass! It's, it's a living car! It's a living car!" It's grass on a car. Oh, the car's covered with grass. Let's go. Plants. You ready? Yeah. Plants are everywhere. Yep. It's a grass-covered vehicle. It's a plant mobile is what it is. Bill, man, the science guy, huh? Yeah, yeah. You look, you look different. And Are you seeing what I'm seeing? I the fact that it's they if you look online you can see other sod cars mm. and there's stuff like Beatles, there's a Fiat. Mm. But what's perfect about the one that I saw is that the hood of the Eldorado is about the size of most Los Angeles lawns. Front, front lawns. Yeah. So, you got some a lot of space to put whatever you want there. Mm-hmm. Golfing guy, uh, pink flamingos. Choices yeah. are endless. Lawn gnome. Lawn gnome. Mm-hmm. Another car. <laughs> a smaller car that also contains that also a, front, has a front lawn on yeah. top of it. And I just, I just, as a kid, I, I just love the idea of mixing. Because you park your car in the front yard. Now you got grass on it. And what's great is anybody could do this. I could do this to my car. It's a novelty car that anybody could have. Okay. It's a concept that anybody could have. I'm never going to have the Batmobile. Yeah. Well, not with that attitude. (laughs) Practice. I see what you're saying. But anybody could do this and fuck up their own car if they so choose. (laughs) Sure. Get a big old rivet gun and some... Some, uh, some tracks of land. Double-sided tape, I would guess. Start just going to town on the hood of your car. Yeah. Mark, final arguments. Do you know how much fucking upkeep keeping a sod car in in, in this? solid condition would be? Think it's of how impossible. Much, think of how much upkeep it takes to keep a Los Angeles front lawn in some serviceable condition. Thousands of dollars a month, really. Pretty much. And knowing what your car goes through every day. Yeah. I, I practically, 
You'd I would have, have to, to replace have to, the sod every day. Yes. Yeah. You would literally have to be a groundskeeper on your own car. A Dodger Stadium. <laughs> and um, for for what? For like, someone's like, hey, that guy's got grass on his car. You want to know for what? What an asshole. You want to know for what? What's, why? For the novelty of it. Mark. It is let me, the most novelty car a novelty car can get. <laughs> The Batmobile, no, absolutely not. The Batmobile served a purpose. It was a prop on a television show. You need something to look like '60s Camp Batman. Boom, Batmobile, best car around. Mm-hmm. Served a purpose, had a reason. The novelty, novelty items exist to exist. They're their own purpose. No, they're they like are just novel. Something to make you go, oh, they are novel. How funny, it is novel. They're in the Batmobile isn't novel. It was. It's too practical. It's too practical, and that it made that guy a lot of money. You want a novelty item that is a sink, is a cash sink, much like my hat was. Mark, when it comes down to it, the novelty car is rated mostly on whether or not you want to see it in a parade. Like if you saw an ad in the paper, you saw an ad in the paper mm-hmm. that said. Come on down. We're having a parade. Mar- Main Street Veterans Day Parade. All your favorites are going to be there from all the wars. I'd say, where's Main Street in this town? <laughs> all the wars are going to be there. We're gonna. The high school is going to have a parade float. Yeah. Uh, the homecoming king and queen are riding on the big old tractor. And Naturally. Also, the Grand Marshal is going to sit in... The Grand Marshal being... Uh, Weird Al Yankovic. Yes. Weird Al Yankovic is kind of throwing roses to the crowd from either a car covered in grass. A Cadillac Eldorado. Or the Batmobile. Which which would you rather prefer to see? Weird Al in some like weird funky looking car with yeah. probably browning grass. Yeah, by this, this time. Point, yeah. By this point in the day and this point of the year. Just like... Just sleepily waving to people as he's like, this this grass kind of stinks. And they're like, yeah, we had to fertilize it. Oh, God. Or. We aerated it. <laughs> yes, we had to dig it all up. Yeah. Or, I think we punched the, punched the engine block all <laughs> Easily. <doing> it. <laughs> Definitely. This thing's been leaking oil for a couple miles. Um, or, would you rather see him f- click flipping the switch, flames are shooting out of the back of the Batmobile? See, torching the uh, the parade float behind, behind him. him. Yeah, he's got all the doodads. He's just stand, just waving, just frantically waving. He's on the. He's got the bubble top dome. You know, this car could pull into the Bat Cave at any moment. All all of what you're describing is very majestic, and yeah. very magical, and yes. very wonderful. Yes. However, however, I don't think that the measure of a car is at all what you're describing. To, of a novelty car is at all what you're describing. How so? What did you think I was going to pick, by the way? The DeLorean? The Wienermobile. DeLorean's a good guess, too. Yeah. No. Uh, no. 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 Novelty cars are, uh, it's are something novel in you that there are a lot of them. Yes. you. It's something that you see and you go, oh, my God, that is crazy. And the Batmobile isn't that car. The Batmobile is under lock and key 24-7. It gets taken out for your occasional... Veterans Day parades mm-hmm. and your celebration of all the best iconic cars. But you told me it's too iconic. You told me it's, that anyone can make a sod car. 
So how is it novel if anyone can do it? Because you have to be legally insane <laughs> to say there is to look at your car I think, and I think say you, you have know to be what? legally insane to want to purchase the Batmobile. I've seen people do it. How many Batmobiles have people purchased? There's, How many of them are out there? There's, uh, I think there were like three or four that were made for the series. So there's so, four Batmobiles. And then there's a bunch of replicas that you can, if you wanted to, it's hundreds of thousands of dollars, but you can get replicas. But there's only a handful floating around. Yeah. In fact, I saw a picture of Jerry Lawler the other day. The Apparently, King. he's purchased a Batmobile <laughs> and he drove it to uh, to uh, Monday Night Raw in Memphis. When it's they the were, King. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, did he just say that he just bought a Batmobile? <laughs> is he wagering on comic books? Is he, is he wagering on comic book TV series tie-ins? Um, the Batmobile's cool. Sidecar's not. I'm sorry. It's a matter of novelty. It, but it, it's not though. It's not. It didn't. It wasn't coolest. It was best novelty car. Which would you rather own? Batmobile. Isn't, doesn't that make it the best? Yeah, probably. Then instead of having to like... I feel like I haven't won one in a while. That's not true. You won last week. Yeah, a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you won the week before that. Was it the week before that or a special you, Halloween episode? I did sure. win that one. Yeah, you did. I did win the yeah, Halloween yeah, episode. Yeah, if you look at the sca- scoreboard, which I'm sure all of our fans at home have... <laughs> it's it's literally the baseball scorecard. Yeah. Like, or Mark's like, just going to double Trying to moneyball me. Shade that in. This is a error, I guess. Mark, so you give it up. I right? give it up. You win this particular episode of Bat- Best of the Mobile, Best. Batmobile, nineteen sixty-six, best novelty car. Better than Bill Nye's sod car. Fucking deal with it. I guess I have to. Mark, that's going to do it for this episode of Best of the Best. If you'd like to listen to past episodes, you can always do that by going to the Flickering Box at WordPress.com. You can listen to us on iTunes. Or you can listen to us on Stitcher. 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 Which allows you to stream podcasts directly to your smartphone. All that information and more at the flickering box at WordPress.com. And if you would like to comment, you can do that on the website. That's always an option. Or you can email us at botbpodcast at gmail.com. We'll read your letters on the air. We'll talk about them. It'll be great. You can get a ride at Mark's uh, 1966 Batmobile. Or a great way to get in touch with me is to buy my book. That's true. Go ahead and purchase Mark's book, Irreplaceable, available on all e-book sellers. Yeah. Those links are also at theflickeringbox.wordpress.com if you're really terribly interested. Uh, how much money is rolling in on this thing, Mark? Billions? Trillions, right? It's a lot. It's a lot of money? It's a lot of money. Okay. Uh, we'll talk to all the rounds yeah. off the air. Okay. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Thanks. Bye.